This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's edition of the Jeopardy Chronicles with yours truly, the evil chocolate cookie. I do apologize for the background as usual, but there are people in my life who will go ballistic if I sign out of Night Manager, and I really don't feel like having to listen to them yelling. So, yeah. But today is the last semifinal game in the last tournament or uh, champions wildcard bracket tournament of champions bracket i'm an idiot tournament of champions doesn't start until friday so we are about to figure out who we're going to be seeing over the next couple of days we already know two of them but we are about to meet number three so why don't we meet all three of the people who are going to be playing today and go from there. We have Kat, Alex, and Jesse today. And this game... This game was very, very competitive. Because all three players were very much in it. And it was really kind of awesome. Like, there was no predicting this game, because one minute, one person had the lead. The next minute, someone else had taken it, and it was just boing, 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 all over the place. And actually, we were two for three on daily doubles today. Jesse found all of them. Two of Got two of them right. M- missed the first one, but I can I can kind of understand that one. Because that, that was a tricky clue if you don't know anything about it. But the other two now, especially the last one, oh my god, I just about flipped my lid because this guy's like, true daily double, and I'm like, no, you idiot, don't do that, that's so late in the game, no! It worked out, though. Even though my episode got cut off and I didn't get to hear what the right answer was. But... Yeah, you folks you folks already know my reactions to crazy wagers that late in the game. But Alex and Kat did not make his life easy today at all. They were just as much in it. The time is now 8 p.m. <clears throat> Actually, Alex went on quite the run very late in the game and made things extremely close and Kat wasn't too far behind. So just, these three were were crazy to watch. It's just like, oh my god. And as someone pointed out on Reddit, today was the first time ever in Jeopardy history that the word boobage was used in a clue. And some people are being little babies and throwing a fit over it already. Like, seriously. That was perhaps the politest term they could have used in that situation, folks. Chill. Okay, now I have this image in my head of Alex Trebek trying to read that clue and just like looking at that like what? <laughs> but that that reaction would have been, you know, reading clues in private. You wouldn't have known you wouldn't have known anything. Just just like with Ken, you really didn't know anything 
about, you know, how anybody felt about it, just reading the clue. Although I'm pretty sure Ken, when he first saw that, was just like, excuse me, what am I looking at right now? But yeah, some people online are already being little babies and throwing tantrums over it, and I'm not okay with that, because that's not a valid reason to be throwing a tantrum. Now, if they were being openly, you know, if they were being total bigots to a contestant or actively mistreating someone, yeah, then you can throw a fit. But they weren't. They just used a modern era word. So chill the heck out, people. Just chill already. Because if I log on to social media tomorrow... And see, like, 500 million people throwing a tantrum over the fact that the word boobage was used in a Jeopardy clue? I am going to go ballistic. And not for the same reason that they're going ballistic. I'm going to go ballistic because they're going ballistic and acting like two-year-olds. Which, as I just said, has already started and is already pushing my ballistic button. So, yeah. But anyway... Final Jeopardy rolls around, and Jesse was the only one to get it right. Kat lost all of her money, Alex lost most of his. Jesse, of course, got it right and ended up winning the game. So we will be seeing him again tomorrow, along with Mira and Deb from the other two semifinals. So that will be interesting. We will see them in a two-game total point final tomorrow and Thursday. And whoever wins that gets that last seat in the Tournament of Champions, and that starts on Friday. I, I am trying my best to be excited, because the Tournament of Champions is such a big deal. But had, you know, had this Tournament of Champions, you know, either happened on schedule or been pushed back... Same with this champions wild card and the last. Sec- the, same with these champions wild card and second chance things for season thirty nine. Had they been able to happen on schedule or had they been pushed back, I would probably be a lot more excited. But the fact that we have seen nothing but tournaments since August has really dulled my feelings towards the tournament of champions this year. Like I'm excited for the contestants that they get to you know be there and live out this part of their dream. But I'm not excited in the same way I was for the 2022 Tournament of Champions. Even though this year we have a bunch of Austin players as well. It's nothing against the players. I just have a nasty case of I'm sick of tournaments. So with that being said, I'm going to wrap this thing up. And probably hit the bed because reasons I want to go to sleep being the top of that list. I want to go to sleep. Technology is driving me nuts. And I'm tired of hearing my phone ring. Are the main three reasons that I'm going to go to bed right now. So on that note, good night. Thank you for listening. And as Alex would say, so long, everybody. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast in Evil Chocolate Cookie production.